Atma Namaste, everyone. Welcome to the Pranic Healing Podcast. Today, we have Jimena Ibanez. Jimena is from Lima, Peru. She is a psychologist. She is an astro- um, astrologer. And of course, she is a pranic healer. And she is very um, one of probably the best stories I can say about people that have heard about pranic healing, tried pranic healing, and experienced it for themselves. And really, now she's on the other end of it. Uh, really trying to spread the teachings through every every person, knowing about its benefits and how it can help you. So please welcome Imena. Hi, thank you so much, Jason. Really, I'm really Hi, appreciate. Imena. Yes, thank you so much from uh, for joining us all the way from Lima, Peru. It's a very beautiful country, and it's definitely on my travel list. So definitely, whenever I head down, I will. You're going to be the top one, top person on my list to ask about, um, you know, best travel. Um, but I was so excited because Jimena actually reached out in, you know, in terms of supporting the podcast. She was one of the first people, so I'm really grateful for her. So you'll be seeing more of Jimena hopefully in the future. Um, but today, I would just love to hear, you know, from the audience, Jimena, how did you get started with pranic healing? Because it sounded like it wasn't always, you know, it wasn't like love at first sight. You had to go through a process, right? Yeah. Yeah. So no. Please tell us. I was very skeptical. Uh, my mother is also a prime healer, so obviously she practiced a lot, a lot. So first, I didn't believe in prime healing. I was very skeptical. Maybe I was very disrespectful towards prime healing. What, what does that mean, disrespectful? I laugh. I laughed a lot. Okay. Yeah, I didn't believe. I was like, no, it's no, it's not my thing, right? It's, it's just um, I didn't believe in that, really. I didn't believe. I was very skeptical, maybe atheist, maybe at some point in my teens. Yeah, I was a teenager, teenager. Yeah. See. And what what age was this when you said you were a teenager? Oh, uh, 13, 13. 15 years old yeah i didn't believe in pranic healer and it was a journey for me it is a journey for me because um i was very skeptical but i have this adenomyosis it's um it's kind of you have very like hard cramps in your menstrual cycle so, yes, I have that meiosis, yeah, yeah, and my mother healed me, cleans wow. a lot, um, and I was very relieved. I I was in pain, like all all the time. I was in pain, and then I start to believe in prana healing, because I didn't believe in that. I have to experience prana healing, and then I believe in that because I. I didn't believe. It yeah, was, and you know, of course, like, this is um. It, and sorry, to cut you off, I just want to say because adenomyosis is very, it's very strong. Like the pain is very strong, the cramps is very strong. So, you know, um, yeah. I've studied it before. I've known people who've had it, and it's very debilitating. Meaning that you could take all the medication in the world, but it'll, it's just very temporary. And a lot of people, you know, they have to go to the ER like at least once a month because of that. And, you know, I, I'm so grateful to hear that your mother had that 
yeah. had pot healing and was able to really heal you, like you said. So that's a really beautiful experience. And I'm grateful to hear that. So, um, so yeah. So after your mother healed you, I, I, I think you were going to continue. But yeah. Even I, I took pills because the pain, right? But it didn't relieve anything. Yeah. Anything. Like, yeah. And when you say pills, you mean like painkillers? Like yeah, narcotics? Yeah, as we know, when when you start on painkillers, it's really hard to get off of it. Yeah. It's like addiction, which is why pranic healing is so amazing because it can help for like people suffering from chronic pain, which is like millions and millions of people. It is a chronic pain, actually. So yeah, yeah. it's very relief. Right. Yeah, and you know, again, for the audience that doesn't know adenomyosis, even like. When were you diagnosed? How did it start? And did it just kind of get worse as you got older? Or, of yeah. course, worse. Tell us a little bit worse. about that. Yeah. Um, I was diagnosed um, last year, actually. I have to wait like seven years. Yeah. It was like. Finally, I, I wasn't crazy. Like, my pain yeah. is real. Like, my pain is really, really real. So it sounds like you had this pain, but they didn't know what was going on. And yeah. after finally seven years, they figured it out, and then they diagnosed you correctly. Yeah. Yeah. That must have been really tough for you and your family. It was really tough because I have to yeah. stop my, my daily basis, right? I didn't have that energy and time because I have to cancel off all my events of for example college I, 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 I couldn't go to college because of my pain yeah and, and so that means you're that was um, since you said that was it's been seven years since you got diagnosed so when did you start so that period you were still in college right that school year before you got diagnosed yeah. you were still in school yeah yeah i was in and high then, school you know then college high school uh -huh. mm -hmm. then college okay yeah that's that's a very important time period right especially for you know females and your hormones and your cycles as you continue to age there's a lot of transformation um, and things go up and down. So I'm super happy that your mom healed, you know, was able to use pranic healing and help you so much. So, you know, in, in the beginning, you know, it's, if it's okay, if we can backtrack, you said that you weren't, you, you were kind of skeptical about pranic healing. Right. right. So I was curious, how long did it take your mom to heal you? Or how many times did it take you to heal you before you started like, oh, maybe this is working or, oh, maybe I do have less pain. How how was that process? The first session of Prani healing inside, like the first session, I was like, "Oh my gosh, are you serious?" Like I I didn't feel pain anymore. Wow. Even if I took uh, painkillers, I, I Prani healing is it, awesome. Like even wow. better than painkillers. Yeah. yeah, better, much better. Yeah. And, and when your mom would, that first time your mom was healing you, how long did your mom take to heal? Like, like half an hour? 
three hours. Three hours. Three hours. Wow, she went. She was very thorough. Yeah, cause my my pain was really really hard, like really like maximum. My my pain was. Oof, uh, yeah. I, I got chills. Yeah. I remember. <laughs> I'm sure, cause if if she spent three hours, I mean, it sounded like you could have definitely maybe went to like the hospital if it was that bad, right? If for sure if it was that bad. I'm crying. I I always when I have my my period, I I cried. I'm I don't know I'm just being my in my bed right I I couldn't I couldn't go out it was insane my like yeah it, it just takes it's it just changes your entire lifestyle and yeah. thank you for sharing that vulnerability Himana right because you know a lot of people experience you know disease or sickness in different ways but you know to to not be even able to go out, right? To not even be able to go to school and right and experience like the pain constantly, like you said, it's it's really challenging, really challenging. And I thank you for your sharing your vulnerability, but also your strength in, in talking about this. Okay. So, um, and then I, I just wanted to kind of continue on that um, on that front. So your mom took about three hours to heal you, and you you felt completely almost pain-free or pain-free completely um what was what was like your reaction what what you tell her what she say how did she feel i was surprised i was surprised because that day i have it was a very important day actually i have an exam so i have a test like very important test and i have to go to college i have to but i was in pain and then she healed me and i was pain free and i was surprised and i i feel like a fool really (laughs) i feel very like um, why do you feel like a fool because i was very skeptical i was very disrespectful towards brownie healing so I feel down. And, and how, how, yeah. And, and how long were you, like, how long did you feel like you were ignoring pranic healing before, you know, that and healing? I was three hour healing. Seven, seven, fifth years old, five years old. Yeah. Five years old. Oh my goodness. Wow. My, almost... my mother, it, she, she's pranic healer since, yeah, since I was five years old and i start to believe in pranic healing when i was 14 15 years old so it was a long time yeah and and did your mom not do any healings on you in between yeah before that yeah when i was when i had flu for example, uh, she healed me, but I didn't remember. I didn't remember. Even she said, <laughs> see, see, she, see, she told me that I, when I was a kid, I always want to meditate with her, but I didn't remember. I, I, I didn't have any Whoa. memories of Prani Hill. Yeah. Weird, weird. 
very weird, but uh, you know, everything works. I'm I'm sure everything works. Uh, you know, works out. Uh, maybe a coincidence or not. But yeah, it sounds like wow, your mom was a chronic healer since you were five, and you know, it sounded like you did have a deep connection with that part, meditation part, but only until um, what was it last? So what? When did what? At what age was that three-hour healing that your mom did for you? Um, fifteen years old. Fifteen years old. Okay. Yeah. So that's about like ten. Yeah, ten years. Okay. Yeah. Ten years. Wait, wait, wait a long time in between. But again, I'm so happy to hear that because in pranic healing we have so many like miraculous healing stories. Yeah. Miraculous. Healing testimonials. Yeah. And I'm sure for your mom, she's she's probably using that as a testimonial too to show people, hey, like I helped my daughter from yeah. you know, six excruciating pain and everything like that. So, so you know, me and the audience, we're so grateful to hear that. So, how are you feeling now, Pimena, with the adenomyosis? Is it like managed completely under control? Under control. Better. Better. Yeah. Under control. Under control. Better. I also took some courses of pranic healing, so I just healed myself. But I yeah. have to practice more. <laughs> we right. have to right. practice more. Yes, I forget sometimes that I took pranic healing too. Yeah, we always we always work on other people, and it's like, oh wait, I we can use this on ourselves. Um, so, so that's important. Um, to heal ourselves and yeah we just focus a lot on other people because we well we study uh, health right like psychology or medicine and we focus a lot of patients but we like we are important too and we have to be like ready to like very active and very healthy Yes, ready, healthy, strong. The the, the analogy, I, I don't know if you heard this before, Jimena, it's called the wounded healer. It's like a lot of healers are wounded or hurt on the inside before, you know, even even yeah. before they become product healers. You know, it, it's like we have something deep down inside of us that needs to be healed, but it's yeah. our calling to help others first that makes us want to be. Um, that's true which is you know um, which is great i mean even for me it, for i don't know for me i wanted to learn pranic healing to help others not really for myself but really? i had a lot of things for me yeah i had to there was a lot of things that i needed to heal within myself that i realized yeah. after. so and i'm still working on that right i think that me too. you know part of pranic healing why it's so amazing is purification right we can do so much purification and and that's mm-hmm. why, you know, with pranic healing, there's also the Arhatic Yoga branch, which we'll get into later. But I, I wanted to kind of hear about your journey into pranic healing. So it sounded like you, you took the pranic healing courses, you know, soon after, right? And what did you feel? How did you feel coming out of it? Did you see yourself using it? Did you see yourself no. using it on yourself? No? Okay. What was it like? No. It was very hard to me, like be part of Brandy Hiller, like that family or world of Brandy Hiller. Like, was very, very hard for me, because 
I have a lot of mm, different perspective, I think, about social things first. Like, was very, I was very focused on that. And I didn't and, really and What does that think, mean for the audience? What, what does that mean that you have a different perspective? Oh, like, vulnerable topics around abortion. Abortion. Uh-huh. Yeah, like I was, <laughs> I was very skeptical, and I was very like I don't know, like very mm, distant, maybe. Yes. Oh, yeah. That perspective of prani healing, and yeah. So I just took the the basic course when I was sixteen years old. And then I took advanced and psychotherapy, and I love psychotherapy. And then I took other courses. But um, it was very hard for me to practice pranic healing. Actually, it was very, very hard for me the first years. Actually, this year, I have to say, Maybe is the the first year I really took I really really practice pranic healing. Yeah, I took. And when me- you say really, when you say really practice pranic healing, what what does that mean? Do you do it every day? Do you? Yeah, um, meditation. Do um, um, the twin hearts meditation, for example. Uh, forgiveness, uh, actually, um, it was very hard for me. The first part, forgiveness, was very hard for me. That's that's forgiveness is hard for a lot of people too. I think it's yeah, it's something that we th- think it's easy, but when you practice it every day and you mean it, right? Because a lot of people could say like, "Oh, I'm sorry," but they don't really mean it. And with pranic healing, with energy, right, meditation, you have to mean it or it doesn't, it doesn't really work. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. And also um, talking about forgiveness, it's not just forgive people. It also means that you have to ask for forgiveness. It's not just, I forgive you. Yeah, you do wrong. Like, no, it's. It's also you, like okay, I, I'm wrong too. Like I have to ask for your forgiveness, and it was like very tricky for me. Like it was very hard for me to understand that forgiveness. Actually, right now I was like, yeah, like of course I want to forgive and be forgiven. Actually, so I let go a lot of resentment, a lot. A lot of pain, actually. Yeah. Good, and that's not easy to do, but no, I, I'm, yeah. but it's uh, that's why I I studied psychology because I I was in pain, like but emotional pain. So I I studied a lot and I didn't get well. I, I had this resentment inside of me, so. I want to just release that. And then pranic healing, like forgiveness and purification and meditation and dreams too, because I dream a lot. I, I remember my dreams. So um, 
my dreams uh, have a message to me also. So yeah, I was very skeptical, and then I was like, okay, you're maybe Talking like <laughs> little airy fairy woo woo. Um, yeah, but I, I I like that. I love your story, Jimena, because it's really the story of a lot of people. You know, not only coming into chronic healing, but into like spirituality, right? They think that oh, it's just you know people make it up in their heads, right? People are drinking the Kool Aid, right? They're just blindly believing it. But once you experience mm -hmm. it, right, like that deep and powerful healing experience that you had with your mom, I mean, especially with your mom, right, your caretaker, your parent, you know, the person that gave birth to you to this world and really did that amazing three-hour healing, that's really transformative. And, you know, I can't think of a better testimonial to, to show how amazing pranic healing is, especially, you know, in your story. And I, I love how you went through chronic healing and you also did, you know, you're a psychologist, you studied psychology and you're applying all of these tools and principles to help yourself, but also to help others, right? To understand like what's really going on, right? And I, I understand how frustrating initially could be because like you said, resentment, not a lot of people think resentment is like the root cause to a lot of different things, but yeah. you don't know until you start looking. Is, is that true? Is that correct? It's painful too. It's uh, This journey is not like just, okay, like all love and all peace. No, it's a lot of pain, man. Like really, it's it's painful. And But I, I think it's very brave. Like it's very brave to just see your, your bones. Like I, I love that. And I love this like profound healing like that that's why i, I love pranic healing and i love psychology and i love astrology because it just showed me my pain yeah. and it and, and, it's just be like conscious about my pain right it's very very powerful you know i i think i i love how you bring in psychology because in in pranic healing we of course we have psychotherapy which dives <laughs> deep deeper into like psychological diseases um but you bring up astrology right and that's something i don't think we've ever talked on this podcast so you know for the person that doesn't know astrology besides their zodiac sign what what is astrology and and how do you how did you use it to kind of understand and help yourself in this process? Mm, for me astrology is life for me astrology is awareness um it's just the flow of life for me for me astrology is a tool a very powerful tool because astrology is just just say calm down chill out take it easy it's just temporary just temporary all of this is temporary so it gives it gives me peace right so I'm very in love with astrology <laughs> and that's why I, I, I've studied astrology and since now I, I, I also study astrology and I use it like a tool, like pranic healing too, like they're all tools, so. Yeah, you know, what's amazing about pranic healing and of course Master Cho's work is that 
he didn't exclude a lot of these different other modalities like mm. psychology, like astrology, or other, you know, esoteric books on life, reincarnation, things like that. Master Joe okay. actually encouraged us to to study, right? To study all these, you know, amazing different profound wisdom and teachings, which, you know, in other schools you can only learn there. You know, you you can only learn what we teach and nothing else. But in pranic healing, you know, Master Joe encouraged us to to learn everything else, right? And that's 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 pillar number five in our hot yoga, which is pillar number five for those that don't know. It's a study, right? We have to continue to learn, right? Because whenever you stop learning, that's when we stop growing. And especially as healers, especially as um, people on the spiritual path, we're always learning, right? And sometimes the hardest way to learn is suffering. Yeah. But when you get over that, it becomes you learn humility, I think, right? Above all, because you think, like you said, spiritual path, uh, it's going to be all love. People are going to say nice things. All of my prayers are going to get answered. But it's really, really hard, right? Like like in your case, Ximena, okay. like even in my case, it's really freaking hard. And it teaches you a very hard lesson. But if you get over it, you become so much stronger, right? And and that's what I see in yeah. you, especially with your journey, right? Oh, thank you. So, thank you so yeah, much. Well, I mean, I think that we have so much, you know, anyone that comes into pranic healing, I find that we have a lot of things in common. But most of the things is that, you know, you want to become a better person and you want to you want to do bigger and better things for other people. And that's really the mission <laughs> of this podcast is to spread these teachings, to use these interviews as testimonials, as experiences for people to like see from the inside out. Like, hey, we're normal people. We're not, you know, crazy fanatics. Yeah. We're not, you know, um, following a cult. Right. We're just normal people that happen to find this and it works for us. Right? Mm -hmm. And it sounds like your case is the same, Ximena. Yeah. Yeah, yeah of course. We're and simple humans. Yes, we are simple humans. We are not aliens. Not yet. <laughs> At least. Um, and also, I love that topic of past lives. I really love that. Like, it was very insane, insane, because I was very skeptical. And then I was like, oh, I love past lives. And I talk a, lo a lot of about past lives. And also, I love this movie, like, uh, past lives, actually. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you, yeah, you have seen I've, it. I've heard of it. I think I, I didn't see it, but I've definitely heard of it. So um, oh, if, you could, if you could brief me on it, what, what's the movie about very shortly? Uh, it's about uh, two people, like Korean people, like sweethearts. Um, oh, yes. Is it a newer one? The newest? Yeah. 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 Okay. I know. I know what you're talking about. Yes. Yes. I didn't see it, but I read it and I watched some videos on it. Yeah. Yeah. I was in love with that movie. Like, really in love. Yeah. I, I just you know. saw a lot of uh, videos and documentals of past lives and reincarnations. I also have very, like, um dreams about my past lives and visions and huh. yeah it was really crazy like it's really crazy and i'm just in love with, with past lives and reincarnations actually that's why that's... i that's why i feel very free to to talk about forgiveness and to forgive and ask for forgiveness for me it's more 
like it's it's easier just to view in that way like past lives and reincarnations and that stuff And, and, you know, I, I think that you make such a good connection because a lot of people, when they think of past lives, right, even as pranic healers, we kind of get fixated. Like, oh, what I was, what did I do here? What did I do here? But, you know, I find that forgiveness as a practice, you know, as Master Katoa teaches, it's really a way to untangle the knots and really unbind us, right? Because, you know, the past, looking at the past is, you know, I think someone said it, looking at the past is like driving with your rear view mirror. Right, you're looking at your rear view mirror. It helps you to know what you've done, but to really, you know, make the most out of your present moment and your future. Yeah. Right. You really want to focus and, of course, untangle from that and move forward. Um, and I think that past lives are amazing. I think that, of course, <laughs> in the beginning, uh, when I was doing this journey too, I was like, "Oh, past lives! It sounds so cool, right? It's a, such an amazing concept. I have to know all my past lives." Um, which I did, I mean, oh. here and there, but yeah, yeah, it's interesting. But still, you know, I think that for my focus, I, I want to make the most out of this lifetime you know, and to mm -hmm. continue to heal and spread the teaching. Yeah. So, um, and my next question for you, Humana, is what what does the next, like, five years look like for you in terms of psychology, astrology, pranic healing, like, what do you see yourself doing and what makes you happy and what do you want to, you know, what do you want to be? Oh, that's a good question, actually. I was thinking about that recently and I just want to share all my love, like, really, like, just open my heart and spread all I know and, yeah, it was really really hard for me to love like really hard and really hard to me open my heart to others because my pain i was in suffer so i just was like okay you i protect myself yeah. but then i just started to like no that's bullshit no i want to love and be loved and i want to spread i want to be me i want to share with other people and yeah, I want to love because I read a book, uh, Brian Weiss. I don't know if you know him, but Brian Weiss is like, ah, I love that. I love him, actually. Uh, Brian Weiss is a psychiatrist um, who have this like regression, uh, past life regression, uh, hypnosis. And I just read his book and it was like, oh my gosh. I have to start my healing journey because I don't what, want What's the name of the book? Um, a lot of, I don't know how to say in English. I don't know, but it's Muchos okay. Maestros. We'll, yeah. uh, what we'll do is we'll put that at the, at the end. We'll put it at the end of the podcast or the video so that everyone can look it up. So, yeah, we can, because yeah, I'm, I'm interested in reading that too. It's a famous book, actually. I many lives, many masters. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes, yes. All right. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Okay. Yeah. Because it sounded that, very familiar. Yeah. My 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 life, like that book, changed a lot of my perspective. Because I was like, I was in pain, right? So I I didn't love anyone, even even my family. I was very 
like distant to, to my family and pranic healing just healed my relationships too like the first my relationship with my mom and then with my all members of my family so that was awesome because i i feel free just like free and again thank you for sharing your you know your story and you know how vulnerable you felt right with that pain because it's so you know as as you know in psychology it's it's a defense mechanism right when you're in pain you just want to you know protect yourself you just want to go into your own mm -hmm. cave and not open your heart because you've been hurt so much already right and you just want to protect yourself because that's the only way you know how to survive and i think a yeah. lot of people share that feeling came out of it it's, mm -hmm. it's quite a it's a challenging position but i'm so happy you know that you know, you and your family through chronic healing and through your own work on healing yourself, it, it's really, it sounds like it's really transformed and things are you know, a lot better. So, so that's yeah. amazing. And, and I love, I love how you answered it, right? Going back to my question, like, where do you see yourself in five years? You answered it very simply. It's like, just the, just share my love, right? Just to show my love. And I think that's such a, it's such a simple answer, but it says a lot, right? You don't, you know, it, you don't have to be too specific because I know whatever you will do, that's what, that's your motto. That's your theme, right? That's your story. Mm -hmm. So, so thank you. Um, and as we close, Himena, you know, I, I ask this question to every guest, right? So if someone, you know, off the street were to come up to you and ask, you know, ask you for advice on life, what would you tell them? What is one piece of it? of advice you would tell experience life experience pain experience love experience forgiveness experience uh you don't have to believe me you just experience it's the first thing i heard in the first curse of Friday healing experience don't believe me just experience and then yeah just experience like you have to practice you have to experience and then maybe you you have to to choose you you have these like options right so i think it's very powerful to experience love but also experience pain because pain changes people so yeah that's that's powerful like pain suffering love forgiveness resentment like they they're all teachings for me so I, I have to say, like, just experience life and don't close yourself, don't protect yourself because you are the only one that hurt, like, have this damage inside you, like, has this resentment, has this pain. So you are responsible for, for heal yourself, too. So yeah, you just experience life and then talk to me like experience. <laughs> and yeah. 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 That that's again, that's very well said, right? And I I love the contrast that you're bringing into the podcast because a lot of the times you know, we talk about, oh, you're gonna be healed, it feels so nice, meditation on twin hearts, forgiveness. But I find the theme for this episode is like, no, pain is okay. Pain is okay. Yeah. Suffering is okay, 
but as long as you learn from the lessons, right? I, I, and again, I say that suffering, pain is is the hardest and easiest lesson to learn. It's the hardest lesson to learn because it it really sucks. It sucks when you're going through it, but it's the <laughs> easiest lesson easiest lesson to learn because it makes you learn very fast, or else you you know you're gonna be stuck that way. Right? It makes you want to change. It makes you wanna hopefully it makes yeah. you wanna change. But once you come out of that, like you said, you're it, it it gives you another dimension rather than just feeling love all the time. Going through this pain, going through the suffering, adds humility. Right? It gives you compassion for other yeah. people. Maybe maybe they're not suffering the same condition that you've suffered from adenomyosis, but someone else that might be in physical pain, emotional pain, right, mental pain, you can connect to them. I find that that really, you know, I appreciate more than ever now. So thank you for sharing your story, Himana, and you know, such an amazing journey. And I know that you're going to be doing so many great things in the next five years, um, sharing your love and you know, sharing your story. So, so thank you again for taking your time to be on this podcast. And uh, we'll leave um, Himana's information down below, especially with the book that she mentioned. Um, and mm -hmm. also, if Humana's open, uh, people can contact her for any questions and things like that. And plus, you'll see more of Humana in the future. Oh, yeah. Um, all right. Well, thank you again, Humana, so much. Um, this was such a wonderful conversation. I really deeply enjoyed it, and I appreciated all of your stories, analogies, and really just the topic in general, because it's, it's yeah. so different from the ones that we've had in the past. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, this concludes this episode of the Product Healing Podcast. Atma Namaste, everyone, and we hope to see you on the next episode.